Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to season two, episode 31 of the Thistle Rugby Podcast, the only rugby podcast that cares about Scottish rugby. How are you guys doing? I'm David and I'm here with Matt. How are you, mate? Good, mate. It's a real honour to be in, in Alan's house and I can I can see the fridge. The famous fridge? Yeah, famous fridge. It's, got, it's, it's good, mate. How are the handles looking? Still on the wrong side. On the side. wrong side. <laughs> <laughs> She's still not got the screwdriver out to, to change that. No, I don't have any batteries for the electric screwdriver and I can't be bothered to do it myself. <laughs> so that's fair. So there you go. And Alan is here. There he is. I am here. Good. Thanks for having us around. Lovely. It's all right. A couple of glasses of water, no coffees or anything like that on offer. But Yeah, thanks, mate. I'll deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's 5 p.m. What do you want coffee for? <laughs> that is fair enough. Um, thanks a lot for joining us, guys. Um, it has been a fairly poor weekend of Scottish rugby with Glasgow's woeful performance against Scarlets and crashing out of the Pro 14 on Friday night but there's lots of news to get through and we're going to be breaking down that game for you as always you've been chatting to us loads on Twitter at Thistle Rugby Pod and we are slowly growing on the Instagram Thistle underscore rugby underscore pod and after complaining last week that we haven't had any emails the Thistle mailbag is now absolutely brimming so thanks a lot for sending us your thoughts and that is the Thistle Rugby at gmail.com we are going to get to a couple of those in a wee bit. And um, one last bit of housekeeping um, on iTunes. Please do get on there and give us a review. Five stars. And we got this one this week from uh, Jacob Graham, who says, Great podcast with insightful commentary. Great interviews and cracking banter. Definitely my favorite podcast to listen to on my way to school or before a Glasgow Warriors game. P.S. Could I be your pod's favorite uh, youngest fan at age 13? Mate, look at that. We're educating people. I that's, love that. That's why we're in this. 
I'm feeling good. Thanks a lot for writing in, uh, Jacob. Um, that's great to hear. The youth of today. Damn right. Coolest, uh, coolest 13 year old there is. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so cracking into um, lots of news coming out this week. Lots of stuff in the Sunday papers this morning. Top of the order. New Zealander Blade Thompson, who's coming over to join the Scarlet, um, has an interview in the Mail on Sunday saying that he wants to play for Scotland. How good is that? Take that. I think he said in the interview as well that Glasgow maybe attempted to sign him, but he went yeah. to Scarlet instead. Um, so not a bad thing if another team takes him, picks up his wage, and then he can play for Scotland. I mean, he would have been relatively a good signing for Glasgow. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I need back rows. Yeah. Although we were talking about this before, and he's not kind of a Josh Strauss type. No. He, he's more of a kind of a very loose forward in the sense, in, in the literal sense, and he's probably more of a Ryan Wilson, Ryan Wilson type player. Yeah. With yeah, probably yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, well. He's probably a lot better than <laughs> We'll come on to this. We are going to come on to that in space. But it seems to be, as I say, we don't have loads of room. I think it's good to have somebody within the UK that can play for Scotland who's got pedigree. Yeah. And we'll see how he goes. I did like it though, how he was like, <laughs> I have never been to Europe. And then he was like, yeah, but my grandpa was named Robert and he was Scottish. I was like, what, what, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, there you go. We will take him, I guess. Yeah, I think it's good. And on the, the subje- on the subject of um, Glasgow Warriors recruitment, in the Sunday Times this morning, a interview with Dave Rennie from Mark Palmer, where he says that they are looking to, this is a direct quote, Will we be looking to strengthen the pack? Absolutely. The big thing is around being able to create some go forward. We've done most of the recruitment, but we haven't announced many of those. We've got maybe eight or nine who are leaving, and we're probably going to replace about seven of those guys. And by, and by saying not announcing many of those, I'm assuming he means we've only announced one. Well, I think the only we were racking our brains. The only one we can think of is DTH Van der Merwe, isn't it? Mm. In terms of new signings, yeah. and if he's not including people brought out of the academy that's what i was just thinking um then yeah dth seems to be the only the only one that they've publicly announced so far they only really need forwards and maybe a 10 but no he said he says in that email specifically that he's not bringing another 10 so it's gonna the two that's quite surprising frontline 10s are going to be adam hastings and um pete Pete Horn horn with brandon thompson and rui jackson as the sort of backup options Get another ten in. What are you talking about? <laughs> we, are, I mean, it seems that it's a huge sign of confidence in Adam Hastings. Yeah, I mean, he did play pretty well during the Six Nations. He's going away on the Scotland tour this summer. You know, his development does continue, but it's a pretty heavy burden to put on his uh, young so. shoulders. Considering Glasgow are expected to win, to win stuff these days. You know, Absolutely. Rennie was saying that the semi-finals is a pass mark. So. Yeah, a lot of pressure. I guess at the moment you just can't see them winning the Pro 14 with either Adam Hastings or Pete Horn at ten. No, and no I way. don't see Pete Horn isn't the long term option at ten for Glasgow. No, I don't think. I think he'd rather play twelve as well. Yeah, it helps the Scotland chances. So. And I, I know we'll come to it later, but actually, I think when Pete Horn came on at twelve at the weekend, sorry, he came on at ten. Ten. <sighs> to be fair, he pro- he actually looked all right when he came yeah, on. Yeah, wasn't, wasn't too bad. But yes, no, I agree. I think 12 is clearly his long-term position. Yeah. And where if he's going to be playing in the World Cup, he will be playing at 12. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So that's going to be an interesting one to follow. Um, we mentioned the summer tour there. Some good news coming out this week um, about that being shown on free-to-air. Channel 4 are going to be showing the Scotland-Argentina match. And it seems that BBC 
are going to be picking up the coverage for the USA and the Canada games. So all three games on the Scotland Summer Tour are going to be free to air, which is great news. Yeah, really good. I'd be interested to see what Channel 4's bringing to the table. I can't think of the last time they've had a live rugby. Well, they've also bought a couple of rights for some... Um, Premiership matches, English Premiership matches next year as well. Oh, really? So they're going to be showing. They're moving into rugby a little bit. Interesting. To get a little bit on TV, but as we said, you know, with Premier Sports Channel Four, if you're looking for some, you know, up and coming broadcasters to present that sort of coverage, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go to Argentina. Listen, I'll do it. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> you sure? Take that on. I'll, you know, I'll take one for the team, Fair and enough, I will go man. and cover it for Channel Four. You're, you're a good guy. I know, right? <laughs> Channel Four will 100% go the most vanilla lineup you've ever seen, aka Andy Nichol, S- Scott Hastings, Rory Lawson. They're just like these people are Scottish and yeah. chat about rugby on television. Yeah, I think you're right. Maybe yeah. with a Gabby Logan. Yeah, Gabby Logan leading it. The guy from. Uh, Football Italia, maybe just... James Richardson. James Richardson. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, he's the hottest sports property, surely. <laughs> he's a BT now. Oh, is he? Oh. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, will, I think you're right, though, Alan. I think we will be seeing a lot of old Scotland pros rolled out for... Oh, yeah. There's no way they're sending anyone to Argentina as well. That is going to be filmed for me. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. A, ship, a, ship, <laughs> a shipping container in East London. Yeah. And then... Uh, yes. Going from there. Um, right. Cantering through the news. Midweek, it was announced that... Spain, Belgium, and Romania had all fielded ineligible, ineligible players during World Cup qualifiers this year and therefore were deducted points to a varying degree. And all this means that upstanding sporting nation who have never done anything wrong, Russia, have come into Scotland's group at the World Cup. So what do you guys make of that? Mate, after those comments, you've got to be careful about your doorknobs. See what's going on there. I know, poisons. alive in Novichok. <laughs> me. We already get followed by an awful lot of Russian spam on the Twitter. Yeah, so. yeah a lot of bots. They, give, the, the they sex, give us most of our likes. We can't <laughs> be hammering them. The sex bots are really friendly to us, to be fair. Um... But I mean, so that means, and it looks like I th- that means so Samoa are going to be playing Germany, I believe, or Portugal, or Portugal in the sort of repercharge for the final. The mm. rep or what? Repercharge. Repercharge. What is it? It's not charge. Okay, well, whatever. <laughs> um, in on, that man. game, um, <laughs> with the winner going to fill in that final spot, so you've got to assume that Samoa are probably going to win that. Surely. Yeah. So that means Scotland's um, Scotland's group stage is Ireland, Samoa. Russia, Japan, mm. in that order. And there's a pretty short turnaround. It's three days between Russia and Japan. So you play Russia and then you... No, you play Japan and then you get a three-day break. No, no, no. You play Russia and then you play Japan. The last game's Japan. Interesting. So I think it actually... I, when I first saw it, the three-day turnaround for Japan, I'm thinking that's a little bit of a stitch-up by the home nation to make sure that Scotland are <laughs> a wee bit tired. But you think Romania are, are a better side than Russia, probably. Mm. So yeah, you yeah. would hope that Scotland would be able to deal with Russia with a second 15. Oh, yeah, definitely. So you would hope that, you know, Ireland, obviously, you play your full side. Samoa, you're going to have to play your full side and then give the fir- that first team a little bit of a break. Yeah. A few, a few people were speculating on Twitter whether Scotland could bring in some reinforcements and play literally a third 15. But I think if you take a player out of the squad, they can't return. I think that's oh, really? the rule. Yeah, if you say they're injured or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's no real way, I don't think, of getting around it. T- to be honest, I don't even know if you have to play a full side against Samoa. Obviously, you have the big names on the bench, but Samoa are genuinely pretty rubbish at the moment. That we would d- be really risky, I think. We did dispatch them really easily in the autumn. 
and we no no oh no we didn't sorry no we didn't it was close we were so bad we can never quite cope with them it was the same in 2015 world cup yeah yeah you know we kept letting them back in the game yeah i'm getting i know what you mean but i'm getting quite worried about japan the sun wolves have won back to back in the super big matches as well yeah i know well the reds beating the stormers is pretty big as well yeah how many Jap- Japanese players do they have, though? Their best players aren't Japanese. That's Progressively, the, the Sun Wolves have got less and less Japanese players. And that's when they've got better. And like, their yeah. key players are the 10, who's from New Zealand, and the 12, who's from New Zealand, yeah. for example. They've got um, like the Godzilla on the wing. Have you seen him? No. He's this massive guy <laughs> they call the Godzilla. Oh, He's, he got a hatchet against the Reds last week. He's really? bloody good. He's absolutely massive. Don't know his name. Probably. Is he Japanese? Yeah, he is actually Japanese. He's got dyed blonde hair. Godzilla. Wow. Supposedly, the Japanese rugby union are absolutely like hoovering up young Polynesian kids. Mm. Like, l- their under 20 side is literally just Tongans. <laughs> that's, what we, that's what we need to be doing. Go away. Strathallan needs to be bringing in loads of Tongan, <laughs> like a Tongan exchange program yeah. to Strathallan. Yeah. Is that why we put the guy in Japan? We didn't Ooh, want to maybe. Like, yeah. openly it's like do it. Like a proxy. It. Yeah. <laughs> We'd have funneled them through Tokyo. <laughs> I like that. Layering. <laughs> that's good. I'm excited um, about that. Well, we'll have to keep an eye on that, but I think there is... That's looking... With Samoa and Japan, that's a little bit of a tricky tricky group, you would think. Yeah, it's not easy, but I think we should expect... If we're as good still. as we're... As yeah. If we're as good as what we're aiming to be, we yeah, should be dispatching exactly. those. Okay, moving on to slightly other news. Ali Hogg, 48 caps for Scotland, has retired, played his last game against Exeter for Newcastle yesterday when they got absolutely pumped down at Sandy Park. Um, I think he's going off to try and join be in the financial services industry and that's it hey that's that fair play to him him and Richie Vernon both going off to be in the financial industry well Richie like. Vernon's not retired though he's not sort of said I'm hanging up his boots no 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 so oh, it's not, not been announced where he's going but did oh, see okay. via LinkedIn that he's got his um, investment management certificate yeah so I know <laughs> that's the way he's love heading. creeping um, to be fair Alan sent it to me but I did <laughs> I did actually see it someone else had liked it and it popped off my LinkedIn feed so we must be looking at the same people Fair play. I mean, forty-eight caps. He was he was really good for a wee while, and it seems that Andy Robinson just sort of didn't didn't like him at all, and he went into the sort of international wilderness. Yeah, it's a bit of a shame. After like forty-eight caps, sort of in the prime of his sort of career. Yeah, but then you know, joining Newcastle at a time when they're a pretty average side and yeah. taking into the playoffs, he's done a really good job there. It sounds like he's really well respected amongst the players. So absolutely. And speaking of well-respected people, Scots at Newcastle, Scott Lawson is also announced retiring, and he is becoming the director of rugby at a place very close to your two hearts, St. Andrews University. How do you feel about that? Oh, mate. I couldn't think of a better post. Like, ge- generally, that is such a good job. Just oh, my coaching, God. coaching rugby in St. Andrews on a good packet for what you're doing. You're not doing that much work in the day. <laughs> not that much to do. They're not professionals. They aren't even there five months of the year. <laughs> mate, scouting. He started, what, two weeks ago? Yeah, and the students are basically leaving and don't come back till the big, till <laughs> September. What's he What's he doing for three months? <laughs> anyway, but fair play. Yeah, but uh, no, we heard on the grapevine that he came in to do a little pep talk to yeah. the, the new recruits <laughs> and um, was outlining his plans for preseason and told them that they're going to have to have a massive night out on the Friday night because he wants to see what they're like playing under pressure on the Saturday, <laughs> <laughs> which is. V fair. I mean, it is that is student it fits rugby. With student through rugby through. So he he clearly gets it. Yeah, that is, I'm sure that went down great. really really well <laughs> with, uh, with the group. He was yeah. carried carried out <laughs> by the students. 
Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, well, we'll keep an eye on that. And um, finally, in the news section, the Glasgow Team of the Decade, which was put together by one of their sponsors, WS McRae? McRae's Financial McRae Services. McRae Financial Services um, was put out this week. And it got some sort of panning on Twitter by a few people. So the, so obviously the team came out, and I think the, ma- the main issue was it was obviously the second row was Al Kellogg and Johnny Gray, which isn't actually a terrible shout. But I think Nakawara over the last decade has to be the most stand the standout mm. forward. And I know why Nakawara didn't get it. And it's because when I tried to do my team of the decade, there was like no drop down list. Yeah, you had to say. type in the person's <laughs> name. And so no, people so gave you, up. So people like Kellogg and Gray, I can spell that. Yeah, Nakawara and Matawalu. You just or you just you just forget as well. Like if yeah. you've got if they curate it and say right, we'll put five, five or six on each yeah. position, and then and then I think that for example, like Xander Ferguson yeah. getting in at prop, <laughs> people are just like who've we had? Like he's I saw him play the other week. Let's put him in. It is a little bit sort of like short memories. He can't have had more than fifty caps for Glasgow. Xander Ferguson, not very no, many. Not. No, 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 no. Even some of like, I know obviously Mark Bennett was good, but he was only there for about, he only played probably, what, 30 mm-hmm. games? Uh, well, maybe more than that. The fact that, that Sean Lamont's not getting in that team is a, a crying a, shame. A, a crime. <laughs> Your favourite player. <laughs> Put him in at 13. Yeah, at 100%. <laughs> Man will do a job every day of the week. Yeah, yeah, that's um, fair. But yeah. And Chris Custer at nine? Chris Custer at nine, yeah. He did quite a funny tweet. He said, thanks for voting, mum. Yeah. Well, Supposedly he nice. did actually win by one vote, though. That was the thing. That oh, really? I think McRae tweeted it. Over who? Mike Matu- Matuale. Oh, Matuale. Yeah. Ah. I think. I'm pretty sure I heard that. Um, but yeah, there we go. I suppose it's like stalwarts versus like the team that actually went on to you know win stuff. Yeah. I think that's Agreed. always going like, exactly. to stick, stick in people's minds. Yeah. Um, all right. I think Al Kellogg as well... I think people appreciate that he was never like the greatest. He's player. in the he's in the back room now. He was fiddling the numbers. He was like, "Listen, lads, I'm he's in that copying, I, pasting, like, voting." <laughs> he spent a whole day on Glasgow Warriors time voting for himself. Yeah. Fair play. Fair enough. Well, we will stick with Glasgow Warriors, but it probably won't be as fun. This little section of the pod talking about Friday night's loss against the Scarlets, going down twenty-eight thirteen in pretty woeful fashion against the um the scarlets um we've got a bit of correspondence here from one of our listeners a guy called liam wright and we're going to use that to jump off into our correspondence he says evening gents big fan of the pod long time listener first time complainer glasgow's season has been arguably successful given the new coaching setup and the lateness with which big davy took the reins but this is a team full of stars so we expect better a rewatch of the semi is probably needed as I've got a shite memory and I had a few cans, <laughs> but I don't think we deserve to win this game. I am not sure what the game plan is. We just create chaos by throwing it around and seeing what happens, which bites us in the arse more often than not. We need just a wee bit of structure to which might come with a new 10. Anyways, I'm really disappointed with this familiar feeling as a Glasgow and Scotland fan. And he goes on to talk about the need to improve ball carriers to take on bigger teams and also to allow that backline which is really really class to have the sort of the parity and the platform onto which it can perform so matt i'll come to you for your initial thoughts where do you think it went wrong for glasgow on friday night um i think that 
lack of intensity was a big issue, and maybe that was something to do with the fact they hadn't played in three weeks, was it? Yeah. Yep. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, I just thought that the line speed was non-existent. Maybe the plan was to sort of do a drift defense. They know it's got slides to go wide, but it gave Patchell so much time on the ball. And then the likes of Parks and, and Williams also had a lot of time and space yeah, to absolutely. sort of put people into holes. And then I just think from, from there, the lack of intensity and in defense balled over into attack. So there was a lot of sort of loose balls, a lot of balls lost in contact. Yep. I can think of actually, I thought Johnny Gray had a very good game, but I think on a few occasions he took the ball into contact and just knocked it on going to the deck. Matt Ferguson straight off the kickoff in the second half. Yeah. Just things like that, which I just think that show that the the intensity and the mindset just wasn't quite there at the races. No, I agree. I, it, it was interesting. I think right defence was the absolute key. And it did feel like they were standing off that Scarlet's backline a little bit. Like I know, I actually think Patchell is pretty good. Yeah, but they made him look like yeah, Bowden well, Barrett. Yeah, yeah. gave him so yeah. much time. And yeah, I just think him, Hadley Parks, Scott Williams, and actually Johnny McNichol had a really good game. Yeah, he was good. We're just making 10, 15, 20 yards every single time they had the ball. And then because around the ruck time, they were just dominating, it just meant they got a quick ball mm. and were just make, making breaks with ease. This is a pretty... For me, it felt like a pretty familiar Glasgow performance. A little bit headless. It didn't seem that they could sort of get the sort of the scruff of the neck of the game. I think Finn actually started really well. First sort of ten, fifteen minutes, he was making little darts. The offloads were going to hand, and you felt this could actually be something that could um, mm. could work. But then the Scots were just so unbelievably ruthless in punishing stupid Glasgow errors. And when you go, you know, two scores down, you knew after sort of half an hour that you were in an awful lot of trouble. And I think the area that was really disappointing is when they did have a little bit of concert, um, concerted pressure, kick to the corner, then an overthrow from Fraser Brown, and then that lets Scarlets off the hook. Yeah, yeah. It just feels that there's been a lot of recurring themes for this Glasgow team all year. Agree. I, I actually thought Russell, apart from one or two rogue kicks, actually played relatively well. And when he just dropped it. And, just when, and when he just <laughs> dropped it. And I know at the start of the game, Dave Rennie was like, we don't want Finn pulling any rabbits out of his backside, but I generally think that's what he probably needed to do for Glasgow to win that game. When you're playing behind a, back, a pack that is getting beat up so badly, mm. Finn Russell probably has to try and have one of those ridiculous games for Glasgow to have a chance. Yeah, I think you're right. I, th- I think 
I would say though that when you look at the halfbacks of George Horn and Finn Russell, they're there to play one real game plan. Yeah, which yeah. is to attack pretty much all the time. And look, I thought that George Horn was probably Glasgow's I thought best a, best player. I thought he had a really good game. Um, and particularly when he was sort of covering back kicks, he was absolutely everywhere. But at the same time, you know, can you think of a single box kick he did which was good? If anything, he did one that probably cost a try because he kicked it too long. Yeah, and I just think I don't think he's I ever not come out of a game remembering any box kick ever. Though. <laughs> no, but no, but no, but think of someone like Connor Murray. Yes, you no, you I remember agree. that he does some absolute like class right yeah, on the money yeah. drop. Kick. And I think that George Horn and Russell sometimes when things aren't going to play, you need to calm things down. They don't have that on the lock at the moment in it terms is, of the control. It and is something fun. we talked about with Russell yeah. for for donkeys. It is funny that that sort of box kicks not more of a part of Glasgow's sort of game plan particularly like when Tommy Seymour is on form he's unbelievable in the air like contesting for that ball you would think mm. that an accurate box kick could be a really really good yeah. attacking sort of um, tool by them yeah but I think the area which and we've discussed this and we've put some stuff out on Twitter is that and Dave Rennie has also mentioned it in the Sunday Times today that inability to get sort of over the gain line with those sort of carries and I think we are on the record with our thoughts on Ryan Wilson but I think 55 minutes, two carries for two meters from your captain and your number eight. Yeah. That is so far away mm. from good enough. When also he was giving away penalties and sort of he yeah. fell off a few tackles. It's I, th- I think really the, disappointing. the only thing I'd say in his slight defense is that he isn't a number eight. And that's not his fault that he's being played there. Okay. Yeah, fair. And I just think like, why are they persisting with playing him there? He's a six or six and a half maybe a seven it would have made more sense to maybe have Matt Ferguson yeah exactly and I think that Ferguson in the long term will be a number eight but I totally agree that if he's the guy that's running off the back of your pack or making himself available I'm sure he does the dirty work like I'd like to see his rucks hit stats but apart from that he's you know he's the captain he's he's the senior player there he's got a lot of caps for Scotland I just don't think he's stood up and was counted agree a stat that obviously we don't have would be interesting to see is percentage of dominant tackles that Glasgow made. Yeah. Again, it's the classic like Johnny Gray conundrum. He makes fifty tackles, but forty nine are passive. Yeah. And kind of, it just felt every single time, like a shing a shingler or a tag burn or a Hadley mm. Parks went into contact, they were making four or five meters off the back oh, yeah. of it, and that again just gave them the quicker ball. That meant that our line speed was slower, which ended up with them obviously being a they've won the game at halftime oh easily yeah, yeah. I know I know everyone's like oh Pete Horn missed that kick like literally <laughs> come, who, come who, on who gives a shit um, but yeah it, 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 a lot of the chat before the game was about turnovers and how if Glasgow gave away turnovers they were going to struggle yeah and actually we didn't give away that many turnovers 16 what 16 turnovers. Oh, God, right. Sorry, mate, I got the stats up at the exact wrong time. <laughs> that is a, I was going to say that I felt like we gave away way more penalties. And actually, because of our scrum was second best, that we just gave them so yeah. much ball. Pacho was kicking oh, unbelievably. Kick, some of his kicks were inc- I'm not, insane. Yeah. Um, Glasgow conceded 11 penalties to Scarlet Six. And it'd be interesting to see how much of that was in the first half as well. Because it did feel... Now, I'm not the biggest fan of Lacey... Yeah, and I think from looking at the Glasgow Warriors forum slash Twitter, <laughs> yeah, most of Glasgow isn't a Lacey fan either. My brother and my dad were going absolutely bonkers at Lacey in particular. I'd only say his bad decisions were in the second half when the game's already lost. So yeah, I also think you know 
get over it. Bad referees can account for maybe a score here or there, but Glasgow lost the game by, you know, 20 points. It wasn't the referee's fault that they missed, like... They actually only missed it, 14 you know, tackles. It wasn't the referee's fault that after five seconds of the game, Ryan Wilson empties out somebody and gives away a penalty <laughs> straight, straight off the kickoff. If that hadn't been the first play, he would have been... No, no, straight off. Guarded. Like, it's, it's mental. Like, what is he doing? What's your problem? You're the captain. <laughs> like, like, come on. <laughs> yeah. I feel a bit bad for Ryan Wilson there because he's obviously like, right, kickoff, I'm captain, we're at home. Let's go for it, I'm yeah. making this big hit straight up. Yeah, but he's not like 18 years old, his first season <laughs> of yeah. rugby. You know, he's like a dad with kids. <laughs> it was funny with Nick Griggs, clearly in the interview after the game, he was just like, I didn't actually mean to do that. I was just in the wrong place. He did mean to do it. Do you it. think he meant to do it? His little leg yeah. comes out. <laughs> oh, definitely. He definitely meant to do it. It was that. his first ever yellow card in rugby, ever. Really? Yeah. Picked, picked a really good time to pick to go for that one. And, uh, yeah. Interesting point in the game. It was probably over, it was over by this point, but Johnny Gray, try or no try? No try for me. Do you think he just, pushes it onto the line? I think, I think he was offside. I think the ball was and still in. And then he in. dived and the ball wasn't on the line. Got you. I think the ball was just still in. It was on the line, but it was still in. Can that be a try? If the mm. ball's what? I, don't I just know. think it was still part of the... Ro- I don't think it had touched come the, out. You don't think it touched the line? It doesn't, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter about it being in the rock. If it's part of the rock, like within the back foot, but it's on the line... Oh, that, no, I think, then it, that, yeah, no, I think he pushed it onto the line. I think he, yes. he was moving yeah, yeah, it forward yeah. with his hand, basically. Yeah. Y- yeah, sorry. Yeah, 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 fair. We are... <laughs> We've, we've got there in the end. Yeah, yeah. I, can, I confused that a little bit. <laughs> Should we chat well, about the positives? Yeah, I was going to say, was there any sort of positives that you guys could take out of there? It was. It looked really nice night. It looked like a great <laughs> night, didn't it? it, it yeah, looked even like the Glasgow sunset was looking quite nice. I was, know. It, was it sold out Scotsland? Hashtag sold out Scotsland? Mm, no, I don't think so. I think it just it. missed it, I think. I think a few empty seats. Just missed, which is a bit of a sh- I mean, still, getting 9,500 people out to Scotsland's a pretty decent effort. Yeah, I thought um, Cockrell's punditry was pretty good. In the I thought Cockrell was quite good. I thought he was really happy. He was just like, you know, you can't play. He was <laughs> yeah. just like, he kept saying like, you know, you just can't, you know. He's like, you can't do loose things, Glasgow. You can't you do loose things. Heads. You don't like set up the <laughs> set it up with a big forward pack. Just like, yeah, you check dicks. out my pack at Edinburgh. <laughs> it was quite good. I thought there were some decent performances. I thought Matt Ferguson was very good carrying the ball. He always looks ready to, you know, make big to make yards. Mm. He coughed up the ball a couple of times, but he he's, he's still only 19, so yeah. you can only say that's an amazing thing. George Horn, I thought, had a good game. I thought, aside from his line-out throwing, which a couple of times went awry at, at very critical points, I thought Fraser Brown looked very combative mm. and in the loose, and it's going to be great to watch that rivalry between yeah. him and Rambo over the next few months yeah. for the Scotland number yeah. two jersey. I thought um, DTH had a good game. Yes. Carried really, really well. So just didn't good. get him enough of the ball, but, and then in contrast, to that sorry, going back to negative. But Tommy Seymour this season is just—he's really, he's really looked out of sorts. He's not the, the first person to have gone away on a Lions tour and then had a sort of really dull year yeah. afterwards. Maybe he just needs a rest. He yeah. is being, but he's not being rested for the. No, he is being rested. He, he is. He is. He's, he's getting the summer off, so I think that's good. And you know, full preseason in him. Because who was he marking? His... Was it Evans? Yes. Yeah. Someone on Twitter tweeted us saying, oh, I think his wife's just had a baby. Do you think he's got a demon baby who's sucking the talent out of him? And I replied, no. <laughs> <laughs> it could, could what be the demon. T- what kind of tweet is that? <laughs> we, well, we hadn't considered, to be fair, we had not considered the demon baby, had we? 
I knew I knew it had a baby. Yeah, I never would put demon on the front of it. <laughs> oh, well. I mean, that's definitely something we should think about. <laughs> Jeez. Um, I'm trying to think who else had. It. I thought Sam Johnson had a very good second half. Even Greg, I thought recovered. Greg recovered quite well in the second half. I, I know we said that Finn Russell had an okay game. I think I was just, I was just upset with his performance. It seemed that he didn't give a fuck, and the little sort of mistakes he was making just sort of. Even if it's not true, it just reeked of somebody who was sort of like a little bit done, and he was just like already on his summer holidays, already away. Mm. I mean, I, it just sort of felt that way to me. Maybe I'm just getting too emotional about it, but a bit of both. Yeah, I, I I think you've just got to accept that he's never going to look like he cares that much. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. That's the thing, like, you know that that is what it is. That is kind of what it is, isn't it? And I feel a bit sorry for him because that's kind of what I'm like. <laughs> 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 you are really infuriating to play rugby with, I just think. Because yeah. you are like that. Do you think Glasgow missed Stuart Hogg? Picked up a, an illness? Trump poisoned him? Yeah. <laughs> Trump. I, I just can't, yeah. Like, you know, you're warming up, you're keen for the game, and then you look around and someone's like, oh, Hoggy's out. Yeah, it's never going to Everyone's, be good. like, head drops a little bit, and you just, everyone must really think, oh. Even though I thought, ja- I thought Jacko put in a very Jacko-esque I thought he took quite a lot of responsibility. I thought he was I thought good. He was like carrying when a lot of people weren't in a way that someone like Ryan Wilson didn't at all. Like he yeah. was carrying, carrying close to the ruck quite effectively. But no, I can't help but think that that just is a bit of a hammer blow to the whole team. I think you see just, your best player, yeah, not being able to play. Stuart Hogg went to Turnbury for a day, couldn't drink Iron Brew, and his body couldn't recover. Exactly, <laughs> I know. that's it. Trump banning Iron Brew from <laughs> yeah. the uh, from Turnbury. It's absolutely <laughs> savage. <laughs> Uh, well, there we go. So, I mean, we were going to come back in the next couple of weeks. Um, we're going to do a big end of season review. We're going to get right into the nitty gritty of Edinburgh and Glasgow's season. So we're going to save an awful lot of that um, sort of analysis for next week and um, also do a little bit of a preview of the summer tour. But I think we're going to sign off from this episode with a very short and little quiz. So not worth it. We got another, <laughs> another, e- another email today. One of the um, One of our listeners asked if we it's a guy called lewis forsyth asked us if we're ever going to do a live quiz night alan tbilisi 2019 yes mm. we will be doing a live pod slash yep. quiz in tbilisi that's it yeah so we want this is an announcement we're going to be doing, doing o'neill's in tbilisi <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna be looking at organizing something out in tbilisi the scotland pre-world cup trip in august next year so keep your ears open for that. We're going. We're going to work out how you get to Georgia, and then we're going to do it. Yeah, I think the SOU have already guaranteed that Gregor Townsend will be an appearance for the live quiz. <laughs> yeah, I think Gregor Townsend's going to be doing it. Sean Lamont is um, going to be doing some karaoke <laughs> yeah. afterwards. He's, he's the MC. It's going to be a big one. Us. It's going to be good. Exactly. It's going to be a massive day. So get ready for Tbilisi 2019. <laughs> um, another good thing that Lewis Forsyth said in his email was, "Why doesn't J.K. Rowling?" or Standard Life Aberdeen support Scottish rugby financially a little bit more? It's because Standard Life Aberdeen are sponsoring Swiss skiing, all right? They've made the decision, <laughs> and they've decided that there is more high net worth individuals <laughs> yeah. into Swiss skiing yeah. than Scottish rugby. It's more on brand. I can't they, do, they sponsor the Scottish Open Golf, they sponsor the Melrose Sevens, and they sponsor Andy Murray. Fine. But then they sponsor the Lions as well. 
or Standard Life, them specifically sponsored. Well, did they both sponsor it this year? No, it was just, no, it was just Standard it was Life. It was pre-merger, wasn't it? Was it pre-merger? Yeah. Um, yeah, we're saying, like, obviously great that they sponsored the Melrose 7s, but actually the main beneficiaries of the Melrose 7s are Melrose Rugby Club. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than the sort of the gate, uh, rather but, than Scottish Rugby. Yeah, but that, that being said, um, Joanne Rowling, we know you are a listener, so if you want to, if you ever do want to build Edinburgh's new stadium... Yeah. We can call it, you know. We can introduce you to some people. The J.K. Rowling Stadium. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. Our team. Yeah, it makes sense. The Harry Potter, you know, Memorial Stadium. <laughs> memorial. Is he dead? Yeah. Well, not in the books. Not well, in the not books of plays. He's a Cho Chang. <laughs> Cho Chang. <laughs> He's Cho. Cho Chang. Right, get this rubbish quiz out of the way. <laughs> we are, sorry. We are rambling. Sorry. I all can't right. wait to see our listenership at this stage of the yeah. um, pod. Right, right Alan. Quick quiz. Talk about sponsorship. Who is the official wellness partner of Scottish rugby? Wellness. <laughs> They've got an official wellness partner. The official wellness partner of Scottish rugby. Can you give us a clue? It's actually really shit. I think uh, it's Vitality. Oh, boom. Oh. <laughs> well, One nil. I watched an Instagram video of um, Tommy Seymour. I saw that. Finn Russell and Xander Ferguson chucking a, chucking a ball around. Man, they're all really bad at it. Yeah, I also thought, it was quite, it. also thought it was quite Shan getting two back and then Xander yeah, Ferguson needs to do like, you need to do this really back-specific yeah. challenge. Yeah, that's right. Who's the official personal grooming product of Scottish rugby? Well, No. Personal grooming product? Um, L'Oreal? L'Oreal. Is that actually? No. Right. <laughs> Dove, Men and Oh, I knew that. Okay, let's I think I knew stop that. this now. Is there any more? <laughs> I'm quite enjoying this. Who is the official soft drink partner? And I want the exact answer. The official soft drink partner of Scottish rugby. This is the the final one. Bar. <laughs> Boom. AJ Bar. Oh, I was going to say I was between Bar and Iron Brew. Yeah, well, I obviously Iron Brew as one of the products of AJ Bar. So they're drinking like cream sodas. Yeah, exactly. And cream Ru- sodas. Who they got like Rubicon? <laughs> oh, Rubicon. Wow. I don't know. I the- like Rubicon. That anyway, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sunday night. Sorry, we are um, <laughs> we are off topic a little bit there. Yeah. Um, thanks a lot for joining us. Um, please get onto iTunes and leave us a review. Um, we will read it out on the pod next week. And also, we're going to start, we really like hearing from you on the correspondence. We're going to start using it as more of a part of the pod. So please get in touch. Thethistlerugby at gmail.com. As I say, we'll be back in the next couple of weeks to talk about end of season review and look forward to the summer tour. But for now, we will see you soon, guys. Cheers. See ya. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
Want truly hydrated skin? Medocia's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.